Hustle fam, hustle fam, what's fracking? We are back, and yeah, I said what's fracking. Today, we are taking the show to Texas, to the TX, to the fracking industry. Um, If y'all are not familiar with the fracking process, um, it is the process of um, injecting uh, liquids at a high pressure um, into rocks in order to release oil. Um, big business. Um, it's a big, 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 huge industry. And today we are talking to Marcus Jones, um, who has accomplished, accomplished great things, um, in that industry, um, in the fracking industry. Um, 36 years old, um, grew his business, to 180 trucks at one point, um, you know, man, it's incredible. This brother's story is 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 really really inspiring. He comes from a blue collar background, um, just working in the fracking industry. Had a dream, um, you know. He was inspired by the book "Think and Grow Rich," and man, he put his 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 ideas on paper. And he brought his um his vision to fruition, and I was just really really inspired by his story, and I hope that you guys are inspired as well. All right, so we're about to get into that. Um, listen, you know, as always, the regular housekeeping um items. You know, make sure y'all are signed up to the YouTube channel. We have so much, so much more to come. Um, to the YouTube, I need y'all to go sign up. I need y'all to go to truckandhustle.com. Make sure you are on the mailing list. Um, I have a, a big announcement newsletter coming um, probably mid, mid-April um, or a little earlier, but I need y'all to be signed up. Make sure you sign up with all of our socials. Um, you know, just keep on supporting us, man. We're growing the brand. Um, I want to keep on bringing you these exciting stories and inspiring y'all to start y'all businesses um, you know, I don't want y'all to waver during this time. We praying for everybody who's been affected um, by this coronavirus, but still we cannot waver. We got to stay strong. This is going to be a big opportunity for entrepreneurs. I feel it. I feel a lot of entrepreneurs, millionaires, billionaires, trillionaires are going to be born out of this um, pandemic. And, you know, I just want everybody to stay positive. And, you know, don't waver. Whatever you were working on before, keep working on it now. Become innovative and create new ways um, to know, you know, to, to get your message across. All right. So you know what it is. Put your ears on. And if you smell something burning, it's only your desire. Let's go. What's up, y'all? This is Ramel Watley. And welcome to Truck and Hustle, the podcast for trucking entrepreneurs. If you want to learn about the trucking industry from the business side of things, you're in the right place. Every week, I interview the people who are making it happen on a daily basis. I get them to share their successes, their failures, and sometimes even their secrets. The goal is to show you how you too can create financial freedom in the booming trucking industry. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I think that at the end of 18, we had 180 trucks. We had a hundred, so and God's always been one of those people where you tell him your dream, he'll do, he'll outdo you. That's mm-hmm. I believe that. I believe that wholeheartedly. You tell him the dream, it might not come when you want it to come, but if you stay faithful, you stay working hard, you stay believing, it'll happen. It'll happen. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 a hundred percent on that now. Turn my mic up. 
Take there. Yeah, yeah, uh, on the road to the riches. Life takes a toll like bridges. Good friends become foes and snitches. Better watch who knows in your business. Hustle fam, hustle fam, hustle fam. Welcome to the show. Um, today I have a special guest with us, um, Marcus Jones. Marcus Jones, welcome to the show. Marcus has been in the business for um, over 12 years, right, Marcus? Yes, sir. Going into my 13th year. Going into your 13th year. Um, you've had multiple businesses, right? Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. Started out in the fracking industry? I started out fracking in 08, um, which was... Um, it was, I think we were pre coming out of recession about November 08, um, ran into a good friend of mine was talking about, um, opportunity to make some money in fracking. Um, I was looking to move around anyway from, um, I was working a city job, um, just not barely making ends meet. Um, but the beauty of the job, um, it allowed me to, um, get my, um, my order and my vision together for the last 12 years. Okay. Um, so it was like almost like a holding um, tank for my dreams, how God had me there. I wanted to move early, but um, everything would, everything had to take its place. Okay. All right. So, so we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. And um, currently, currently what, what, what's your business right now? Cause that, you've, you've had multiple businesses. So where are we at currently? Uh, we're doing, we're, um, we're still fracking. We're still running um, about 25 trucks, um, all times in that business, which is, um, and then we we do, we do pneumatics. So we have, um, we run fly ash, cement, um, potash. Um, we have um, vac pneumatics too, which is a little bit different from pneumatics, but it's the same type of system. We, we haul um, plastic to Coke, Niagara. Um, I think it's, what is the other one? The other plastic place. Um, up there in Ames, Iowa, we haul plastic Coke, Niagara, and it's another uh, Nestle. Yeah. Okay. So, so we haul for those. Um, we got dedicated routes on that side too. Fracking has been a little, it's been a good business for the last, since 16. 16 has been really good. It actually blew up in 18 for me and my crew. Can you kind of explain what fracking is just to give the audience a general idea? Because yeah. a lot of yeah. people may not even be familiar with what fracking is. Oh, it's hydraulic. Um, what, we, what we do, I mean, I can, I can break it down in layman terms. What we do is we take water chemicals and, and we pump it down the well, well board at a high pressure, probably three, 4,000 PSI. And what they're doing is they're sandblasting the rock that's down there and the sand is going to fill in where the oil is actually sitting in a pocket somewhere in the ground. And so they can't, they can't get the oil out without pushing, putting something in. So what they push sand into the pocket, which releases the oil. So they, it's basically, it's called hydraulic. Um, basically it's, it's, it's high pressure. It's high pressure sandblasting in, in, in the grand scheme of things. They hot, they, they're, it's a rock down there. They can't open they're putting a whole bunch of PSIs um, of pressure on it to open the rock up to allow the um, the oil to flow, the, okay. oil, the carbon oil and gas to flow. Gotcha. And it's, it, it goes about, they have vertical wells and have horizontal wells where, and they go between um, verticals about 13, 14,000 horizontals get up to about the laterals get up to about 27,000 um, deep in the ground. 
They, they, they go in and they hook and they, they hook in any direction, wherever the oil is, the, the engineers and the drillers are, are so designed and the technology is they, they go right to it. Boom. And they they, then, then they come in, they, they cement it. They cement that well board that the, the, um, the driller just made. And then they come in after that and we come in and frack it, the well. We come in and frack the well. So we're going to hit like zones in the well just to, so there's, so there's, so do you think of a lake of oil sitting down in, in the ground and, but you can't get it out of the ground because all the rock that's on top of it, that's holding, holding this, holding you from getting it. So they drill a hole. They don't drill a hole. They drill a hole right, right. They don't drill a hole right at the, um, the, the oil. They drill right in, they drill like in the proximity. Then they take C4 and with a gun and they put it down the hole and then they blast it. Mm. And that opens up the fracture. What the sand does, it goes into the it goes into the um the hole and it holds the hole there so the oil can continue to produce for years. So it's like, okay, you got the sand, you got the oil sitting somewhere, but you know how the ground shifts and all that. So if you don't put something in there, you could you could shoot that C4 and probably probably get the oil out, but it's not gonna it's gonna be very short-lived because of how the, the earth keeps moving and spinning. So and, and the ground always closes and moves and does what it wants to do so you have to push sand inside of that where the oil is it's going to go as an, in there as a filler it's going to fill the, where the oil is and press and push the oil out so it can flow got you got you and then at what point does the the transportation piece come in um it, it comes the transportation comes in for the, the main thing is the sand the sand is the main thing um in the um fracking game because without the sand you can't get the oil you can't get it out of the pocket that's sitting, the stubborn pocket of rock that it's sitting in. So the um, sand goes in at a high pressure to become like uh, it mimics the rock. It pushes, it pushes, the sand pushes, it goes all the way in and pushes the oil out. And they're, they're doing this at high pressures, man. I mean, like three, 4,000 PSI just hitting it hard, you know. Um, they got like 18 frack pumps out there. Mm-hmm. Well, these pumps are about a million dollars a piece, and all they do is push pressure down the well, you know. And then they got this thing called a blender that blends the chemicals, the sand, all that together. And it's it's a real nice, it's a it's pretty cool to see, man. You go on YouTube, you'll I'm, they got a lot of um, people showing you how what's going on now. Um, we I actually got in at the beginning of the fracking revolution that we've had for the last twelve years, so mm. it was actually a blessing to get in at that time because. I was able to learn a lot to a point where I became a young veteran. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So that was, that was very um, instrumental in, in my growth, getting into gotcha. young. Early. Gotcha. So, <clears throat> so <clears throat> transportation wise, the, the trucks are pretty much transporting the sand back and forth. Um, yes, sir. They're, um, they're transporting the sand where uh, big old silos are sitting out in the middle of nowhere in the desert and we're blowing the blower is blowing the sand out of the pneumatic tank into the silo and they're running the sand to keep up with the well gotcha. it's crazy man we drop 500,000 pounds every hour and a half of sand just in the ground like at, at and it's it's crazy man it's crazy you you talking about 11 trucks um running and, and you you got to run back and forth to a well and fill it it's almost like um it's like um it's one of the most free because because you could it's it's like at night you could just run 
Right. Like back in the day before the ELD, pre-ELD, and you in the desert, man, nobody out there. You, It's almost like it's, I, I relate to it as sport. It's a sport, you know, who's the strong survive. Um, if you um, if you go hard in it, you'll make a lot of money. If you stay out mm-hmm. there, you'll grind. So once I got in, I seen that this was, you know, this was built for hustlers. It's not built for nobody that's trying to just um, see their family. Um, you you got to – you guys go in – months at a time at times like I got a guy right now he's been out there 11 weeks you know because at the end because once it's over like like right now we're dealing with the Saudis and the Russia sure you better have you, you better have your bankroll say man because mm-hmm. you don't have to weather the storm or that you know all right cool so so let's let's get into it that just kind of brings everybody up to date to where we're at so let's start from the beginning um, okay. you, you said basically when you got introduced into the, into the industry, what were you doing prior to getting into the industry? I was laying asphalt, um, for, for the County of Fort Worth, which would be Tarrant County. Um, I was laying asphalt and I, they made you get your CDL. Well, I only went to that job because I was reading the book, Drinking Girl Rich. And when I read it, it had me to start. It, it was a it's a part in there that goes into your imagination. And I had I it said dream big and like put something that you wouldn't believe you can accomplish. And so, you know, I didn't let fear deter my dream or or whatever, because the book was so in, in, in amazing. So I just kind of just I put 100 trucks. I wanted to run 100 trucks one day. OK, OK. Didn't didn't. Didn't know how I was going to do that. So, Didn't. so, so you're laying asphalt for someone else at this point. You're working for someone. The county. Right? Okay, the county. You're working yes, for the sir. County. I'm working okay. for somebody. Um, they're actually making me get my CDL. Okay. So, and they wanted you to get your B's, but as I'm reading this book, I said I'm gonna get my A's. I told the boss, I said I'm on my A's. And so I went, I went the extra step to get the A's because I didn't want the B's because if I was gonna put into, um, if I was gonna put it into action or what. I was my imagination was telling me at the time then I needed my class A and I needed to do it. I needed to do everything. So I couldn't be jucking job on. Um so I did it. So I put I got my A's. We um we I worked there for another probably another it was like oh six I worked there from like oh five to right around at the end of eight. And um I mean I just got tired of that job at one point. And I watched God remove me from the job. Like my old boss was leaving. He um he was leaving and then I was um I was like, and this new guy was coming in, which he was already my boss, but he was somebody that didn't ever he wasn't day to day, but I knew we were gonna have problems. You know? <laughs> okay. Just, yeah, buttheads just, automatic from from the jump. Well, just just in the just because he his practice wasn't like my my um boss. He was the an previous. older man. Okay. He um he had a lot of respect. Um, I respected him a lot. And the, uh, and he basically was the boss. The other guy wasn't really even the boss. He just kind of let him even do everything. So when I knew mm-hmm. he was going to retire, I was like, oh, man, my son is sitting here. I don't know what I'm going to be able to do. Mm-hmm. And um, so I had a janitorial business at that time. And oh, okay. So you're doing a janitorial business at the same time? You, you yeah, I was, doing, side hustle. I, was, I was working there, and I was doing janitor, janitorial. Okay. Uh, at the time, I had about 10 buildings. I was doing pretty good. I was 20-something years old. I thought I was doing pretty good. Um, and at the time, I was like, well, I'm just going to pursue janitorial. 
Well, I had my money saved up pretty good, stacked up. But someone was telling me to buy a truck because okay. the thing grow rich. And I didn't. <laughs> I actually went and blew, failed in the janitorial because I went with what I already was um, accustomed to. And so I, the money that I had saved up was about 25000 and I invested into my janitorial business and flopped. Like, so why, 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 why'd you flop? What happened, man? I, 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 someone was um, saying they can give me more work. Okay. I mean, and I'm already doing 10 buildings, so I'm like, I'm thinking, man, I can get 50 buildings, you know, in right. the DFW area. So I always, I always dream big. So, and I was like, I can get 50 buildings in the DFW area. So I went for it, and it turns out they were just, they just had their they game together. They just kind of basically just took my money in, in so many ways. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was it was um a lot of technicality stuff after I gave my money and started to pursue the stuff. It just, they just after time after time they just made it harder for me to actually get to this this um fifty building deal. And okay. I should have went with this other company, which was um Janet King. I'm pretty sure you heard of them. Okay. I should have went with them, but I went with them because they were I, I had to do it my own spirit, you know, and flop like not even two months in, you know. So so this deal was basically like one company, like a conglomerate that had a bunch of buildings that were looking to contract with this particular company. They were basically um, telling me that I can be like the conglomerate. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so I okay. bought into the, you know. I'm you bought into next, that, in, I'm, into I'm that idea. I'm going to be the next King, you know. Got so, you, so, got you, got you, got you. Man, got into that thing and realized that it was just, you know, I had more to learn about business at that time. That okay. You know, they make it look good. And so I, I don't do a lot of business. So, like, I'm not going to give you no money if I don't sit down with you and meet you and discover what we got to offer each other now. So, but it was right. it was a learning lesson. And it actually, it propelled me to um, pray more. Okay. It propelled me to pray more because I already took an L. It was a hard L. I mean, I wasn't making a lot of money at that time. So... I was very, very strong in my savings. And so when I took that L, I was just like, man, I could have bought my truck, you know? But then right. I was like, what are you going to be doing? You know, you're going to buy a truck. I, I just thought of, when I thought of a hundred trucks, I thought of running, driving a reefer down the right. road right. and driving my truck and running all over the country. Now, why, why trucking? What made you think about trucking to, to begin with? All right, guys, Truck and Hustle has now partnered with Transpo CFO, powered by Venning. Transpo CFO offers a streamlined monthly subscription for businesses to consolidate their accounting, payroll, and tax needs into one flat monthly rate, saving businesses a tremendous amount of time and money while making their financial operations much smoother for the long road ahead. Check out Transpo CFO in the description below and tell them Truck and Hustle sent you. Now, let's get back to the show. I mean... Um, just being creative. Um, I wrote down, um, that book, that book thing grow rich is remarkable. It has you write down like all kinds of steps and where you're trying to go. So I had six businesses I wanted. So I okay. put all six of them down. One of them was janitorial, which I was already doing. Um, I got eyes. So I see trucks all over, over all over the country moving. Okay. So I know something's going on with that. Um, right, right, right. And then the CDL was right there. In my for me to get at that time, so got you got the so, CDL. So, when getting your CDL, kind of like said, okay, it makes sense. I got the CDL, I might as well get some trucks. Yeah, well, okay, yeah, might as well, you know, pursue this hundred truck vision that I that um that I put out on this paper to do. And so, as I um pursue that, that's 
that was my first fall that not 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 betting on myself that was my first um fall and i have and throughout the story you'll hear that i have some more of those not betting on myself and okay i love it i love so, it let's yeah let's i mean <laughs> so um that i betting on myself was my first fall in that i invested the money and I, I just lost man it was just like horrible and i was like lord give me one more chance that's all i kept saying lord give me one more chance to prove and i'm gonna buy me a truck i mean it's, it's, right now it's your it's your it's your take your shot so i had a knee i had knee surgery um so i went out on the job right when my boss was leaving i just said man i'm just gonna get my knee fixed because i got i got insurance i need to make sure that i'm able to um and my, and, my, and i had some ligament problems from old football injury so i was like okay. let me go ahead and get my knee fixed so that's i think god has always had a good way of sitting me down and so, um, done the knee. It took me like three months to recover, two or three months to recover. I don't, I don't really recall how long it took, but I get back out there. Um, I had a cast on my one of the braces, and I'm working, you know. And my body ain't ready to go, but I'm I'm out there going. And I knew it was coming to an end. One day I was driving home, and my buddy called me. He was like, hey, man, you want to go to this party tonight? I said, no, nah, man, I ain't doing nothing, really. I'm not really bothered with nothing like that. I mean, come on, man, get out, man. You ain't been doing nothing. You've been in the house for three, four months. You know, you've been <laughs> right. trying to w- work yourself together. And he said, I just feel like you, um, after you took that L on that janitorial, you just feel, I just don't feel your energy no more, bro. You just you, gave up. <laughs> well, I didn't give up. I just, it was just a depression it set, mm-hmm. set in. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when you make, sometimes you make bad decisions, man, you can't. So you, it's hard sometimes to wrap your your mind around them, but as time grown, I know that's just part of the game. You're gonna make, you're gonna win some, you're gonna lose some. Yeah. Well, so I'm riding down the freeway. I get pulled over by the police. I'm like, oh man, most stuff. I just got back to work, man. I don't know. And I, um, I, I remember telling myself, man, I, I'm gonna go to jail because <laughs> <laughs> the guy, because it, and he was a brother that pulled me over. So we were, um. He was like, come and get in the car. And so he like, you limping. I said, man, I just got, I just, just my first day back, man. You messing with me. I, you know, I was just, and so he was like, uh, let me search your car. I was like, why? You know, and he just started messing with me. And I was like, um, man, go ahead and search the car, man. I, don't, I'm, 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 I just got back to work, man. So he's like, um, all right. So he's like, I'm going to call the dogs. I'm going I'm to call the dogs. I was like, huh, dog, man, like this is where we going, right? So I'm right, like, right. well, let me call my mom, man, because I just don't see myself getting i see myself going to jail so i'm like oh, here it goes man right no problems you know as you you know it's like adversity always hits before your breakthrough that's what i've learned in my journey and so i'm like here comes some more adversity so i so and then he so but but i forget only reason he has me in the car is because i couldn't find my insurance card okay and so he's like here gave him the ticket and said get out of my car so i got out the car I, and I was like right around the corner from my house. I went home. I said, "Man, I just made it through some, um, some." And it's and when I look back on it, I was like, "A something was not gonna allow me to miss miss my destiny." Okay. Because um, my buddy called me again. He's like, "Man, you gonna go to this party?" I said, "No, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to sleep." Went to sleep. Out of nowhere, woke up and was like, "When I was when my wife now she's my wife at the time she's my girlfriend." I said, I'm going to go to this party. I don't know what. I just, I'm talking about I woke up out of the blue, man. And that's how I know stuff is destined in life. Um, and I said, I'm going to go to this party. 
Or I go to the party and I run into my friend, longtime buddy. Ain't seen him in since high school. Ain't seen him since graduation. And he was like, What you doing, man? I said, um, man, I'm working at the county, man. Um, chilling. What you been up to? Because I ain't seen him. He's one of those that I think he just he started he he actually got in the fracking business um way before. His name is Jimmy Cartwell. Um, bro, I ain't what you got going? He's like, Man, you wanna make some real money? And I said, What's real money? He said about six figures, seventy thousand, you know. And at that time, I was probably doing like thirty, forty thousand dollars. I wasn't really clean. I mean, with my janitorial and everything, I was doing pretty. I was doing six figures, but um, that was it. Had, it took a lot of work, you know. I was working that job and that job. Um, so I was like, yes. <laughs> as soon as he said it, and I was like, okay, this is my truck. That's all I thought about. Mm. When I started fracking. That's all I thought about. This is my truck. Okay. Like this is he this is God answering that prayer that I that I already asked for. And so he's like, Man, be I'm a supervisor, so be be um be in um this town and on Monday. He told me Saturday. So Monday morning I'm there. Boom. He was like, Man, oh dog, I didn't know you I talk to people all the time about this and they ain't not serious. Right. But in my mind, this is my shot to do everything that I wrote down and this is my shot to get to get to um this hundred truck vision I had. So, and so we go in, I get the job and I'm like, okay, I'm going I'm to learn everything I need to know about fracking. So I get in and I'm really a fast learner in, in, in the blue collar stuff. Cause I really like it. My first day, a company man, which is a guy, um, he sits on the, he sits on the well site and he runs the whole, he basically directs us what to do. The fracking company, he directs, um, what tells us like how how much sand, how much chemicals, everything to put down the well. So, and somehow we ran, we we caught into each other. He said, he, he seen my hat. I had a green hat on. That means you knew, you know. They they make sure they that you know that um that that everyone knows you're 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 you don't have that much experience. So, and then he said uh, he he said something to me that I never forget. He said, man, stay in this this place. This will take you this this will take you places. That's what he said. And I said. All right. And so, and okay. he was, he was totally true because I stayed in it and I mean, it's just popped for me, man. After a while, you know, and probably a good seven, 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 eight years. So my whole thing, when he said that, I was like, I'm on the right path. Um, I'm going to buy me a truck, you know, not really paying attention to the actual stuff that's going on around me. Um, so as I started learning more, they had me filling up gas, filling up all the pumps and stuff. And I, as I started learning more, I seen that um, that this was a a big business. It was something that you know bigger than I, I could think of, you know. And I kept seeing trucks coming in out there, you know. So I was like, okay. And one of the best things for me, my boy, he was the supervisor. So not only did I get in there and I learned, I got to pick his brain and learn more. And then I, as I as my work ethic showed, I was able to move up. And that and that so that that was a blessing in the skies too. Um so as we continue to frack, um and I'm just saving my money, man. Just save my money. I'm like, this is my truck. But then I, I got the money and I and I and I said, um, what do you need if you if you make this leap, what do you have? What's gonna what's gonna what's gonna kill you? And I said, um, well, I need an I need to be able to have them. I was gonna buy the truck cash. So I said, I need to be able to um, pay for an engine. 
So I stayed longer. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but yeah, so I stayed. Nah, you good, brother. Um, and then um, we were um, we were in West Texas, and he started to. This was about a year and a, a year into it. Now we fracking, we fracking about just about a year into it. Um, I, I I done grew, I done grew, I done became the line boss. I done started, which is somebody that runs everything outside, like you know everything, hydration, blenders. I'm I'm hooking up learning everything um to a point where i start treating and I, that's that's the, that's the guy you go inside the the um data van and you learn like how to actually not screen the well out and mess 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 up their operation right so i got to that point and 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 how how old are you at this time 24 24 yeah 24 i'm 36 now 24 okay so okay i got to uh 24 i'm gonna be 25 and so i got to um i got to the um the point where I was, I had the money, I learned everything, and my boy started to like, they started to want him, weed him out. And we started to see it firsthand, and I was like, oh, here it comes. He leaves, I already know. Because it's, it's not our, it's not our, um, in, the, in the position of power in the oil field, it's not our, we're not the, the, um, the dominant people that run stuff out there. So, um, when you, most of the time when you find somebody's doing their thing out there, um, it's, it's a blessing and they, they're, they either know a lot. He knew a lot, but he wasn't leading our, our, us like we, we need to be led. And I was like, man, we fine. And I could, I was telling my boy because I had pulled some people with me. Like I brought people from Tarrant County to, uh, owns a frack. I was just, every time I, I was out there, I was like, man, y'all come get this money. It's serious. It's real. We making a lot. I brought a lot of people with me. And then he's, um, He's he's on his way out, and I'm like, I'm not gonna make it too long. <laughs> it was another feeling of the Tarrant County thing, right? Right, right. Where right. I, where he was, I feel like I was pushing. I could go another push. Well, hurt myself again, <laughs> and so caught a hernia, okay. picking up something. He set me down again, and I'm at. But and now I'm I'm at home, and I'm back to that pen and paper on this thinking go rich now. Okay. Well, this time. Before I hurt myself, I done been able to grow in the ranks. So I'm seeing these trucks running in out of here. I'm talking about five times a day. You know, I'm like, gots to be making money. I don't know what they're doing, <laughs> but they got to be making real money because you've been here five times. Um, you're able to do that in 10, 10 hour, 11 hour period. Man, you, you, you've, you've touched some real money. And so I said, let me find out. Let me go to the office. Since I know the people and I don't, I don't work my way up to this um, status, I can find out how much these people are making. And then, and then we had a bad crew where we was breaking down all the time our equipment. We had a good crew, but equipment was not up to par. And so these guys would just sit out there on the well, and I was like, they're just sitting there, and they happy. Like you don't just sit in the desert smiling and cooking and um, barbecuing. <laughs> so that's what they're doing. Right. And I'm like, man. I got to figure this out. This is, I don't know trucking. I don't know um, driving. I don't know reefer. This is all I see in trucking right here. Right. So I got that thinking real go rich book right by my side at, at this point now. Cause I'm just reading. I'm, I'm I, as, cause we do a lot of driving to location and from location. So I read every morning and I'm studying this stuff and I'm like, okay, let me figure all this out. So let me figure the details out. I got the truck. I got me. I got my money for my truck. I got my maintenance if something go wrong. Let me figure this out. So 
I um go into the office and I say, hey, let me see them tickets that, that, that them guys are printing up. Let me see what's going on. You know, I go to the counter and she shows me and it blows my mind. Like, if they doing this, I'm going to be a millionaire quick. That's, that's my mind saying, like, they're doing this. I'm going to skyrocket, man. This is this is crazy. Like, trucks are doing numbers that I never even thought can even be imaginable, you know? And these guys are sitting, I see why they're sitting out here laughing. They're making over $150 an hour sitting out here, mm-hmm. you know? I'm like, <laughs> this is what I'm going to do. So I get hurt. I go home for three months. I buy a truck. I sit the truck. Um, and I buy, and then I'm like, okay, so what's this thing they got on the truck? It's a blower. It blows the, the, the sand out of the, out of the pneumatic. So I said, I got to get one of those. So I buy one of those. I get back to work and everything done changed, man. Cause mm-hmm. the oil fields, is just, it's just, the turnover rate is so, so, um, big that I, I, I'm not even in my position no more. I'm back, I'm back green hat almost, you know, break new, you know, cause, cause everybody now is new people you know, new supervisors. It's only been three months, but that's how the turnover rate is. So I'm like, okay, how long is this going to work? <laughs> so I said, Lord, give me a sign. When it's time for me to leave, I'm gone. Okay. I'm a, I don't want to, I'm not really, I don't know what I'm doing at this point, Like, but I'm trusting him that when when it's time to go, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and jump out there on faith. I got the truck. I got the blow on there. It's sitting, it's just sitting. Been sitting for two months, three months. I'm hurt. Uh, my my faith and my vision is strong as ever at this point because I've had so much isolation. I think um, isolation is very key to success. Um, a lot of people might not agree with me, but I see guys go in jail and come out and be super successful just on just on getting their mind right, isolating themselves. Um, and I didn't have to go to pen or jail, so. He, he blessed me to be hurt twice to isolate my thoughts, you know. And, at, and and when you're young, man, you got so much going on. You're running around. You're trying to do so much that that actually was a blessing because stillness will bring bring victory in some in certain cases. So I'm like, okay, that's what I need to do. So I'm back at work. I'm working, and I don't like it at all at this point. And I'm like, man, I want to put somebody in my truck because I want. I'm, I'm thinking security, you know. That's and then I said, how are you going to have a hundred truck vision and you got, and you can't, and you don't know how to, you don't even know how to drive a truck. At this point, <laughs> I still don't even know how to drive a truck. I got a truck, don't know how to drive it. Okay. Like, how are you going to have a hundred truck vision and you can't drive it? I said, so how do you think these other people are going to let you get out here and run a hundred trucks and you ain't know what you're doing? You know? So I said, I got to, I got to go do it so I can. So I can, so I can, so I know what's going on. I already know what's going on out here in the frack side. You can't miss me on it. I can see it right now with my eyes closed. Right now with talking to you, I know what's going on just, just because of the experience. And so I'm like, but if you don't, you don't know what's going on on that sand, blowing that load off, you don't know none of that. So I said, man, you can't take it if you don't go, if you don't take the first step, you know, that's what I'm telling myself. And so we get, um, Boyfield always has it up and down. So the the down comes. Um, It was a small down, I think, like in 12 or no, 11. Well, no, yeah, about 11. I think 10 or 11 where it slowed up a little bit. Okay. Um, Yeah, 10. So they start tripping. They start 
like take they took our per diems and the stuff that we used to get, the perks we used to get, and they now they they got us on a time card. So, and like like I remind you, I was a supervisor at one point. I got hurt. Now I'm nothing. I'm just back old green hat almost. You know, I'm just a good hand to go out there and work and know know everything. And so, um, I'm going in one day, and I'm about two or three minutes late. You know. And my super, my boss is behind me. So we both late, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, boom, I was like, I'm good. He like, I'm, I'm good. So, boom, about two hours later, they called me in the office. Hey, we're going to go and write you up. I said, what you writing me up for? He said, you was late. And he, it's, him and, it's him and the GM at this time. I said, you were late too, dog. <laughs> right. I said, so, um, you my boss. So, you gonna write me up, but you were late too. And he said, "Yeah, man, you just gotta. I mean, just sign it, man. We just gonna." I said, "No, nah, I ain't signing that. This is my sign right here." I said, "No, nah, I ain't signing that, man." And he was like, "Um, what you mean?" I said, "I'm gonna go ahead and um, leave. Today be my last day, man. I'm gonna go ahead and get up out of here." And they were like, "Huh?" I was like, "Yeah, man." I said, "Man, y'all ain't leaving by example. I'm just gonna move on." Mm-hmm. And that's just straight up. I said, "I'm gonna go ahead and leave," and he was like. Well, can you just sign it because um, you – it was with neighbors at that time. He, I said – he's like, can you just sign it because you won't be able to work for us no more. I said, man, I'm not coming back. And that was that was because if I – my faith was that strong at that point. Yeah. I asked him for a sign, and that was my sign right there. Mm. It was time to go. And they were it's like, powerful. can you just wait to the end of the day right. to leave? See, now they ain't negotiating with me. Right, right. <laughs> the table's been turned around now. Yeah, so right. I'm like – I'm like, um, yeah, I can wait till the end of the day. So I, I walk out of the office. They, I didn't sign it. I was, nah, I'm not signing it. I'm not signing it, man. And so they, and everybody's like, man, so they wrote you up? I was like, yeah, I ain't signing it, bro. It's my last day. They were like, whoa. I said, yeah, bro, I got a truck at the house right now. I just found a trailer. I'm about to go. I'm about to go, bro. I don't I don't have time for this. And so um, I get I – get, um, the end of the day come, everybody like, bro, you really finna get up out of here? I said, I am gone. So I get on the freeway, and Midland's about four and a half hours from my house, um, from Texas, everything's far. And so um, I'm four and a half hours away, and I'm driving. I haven't drove this car home in like a year, man, but it's because it's been, I've been flying back and forth. And so I'm re- I'm driving, and I'm, and I get in the car and I just start crying, man. I just broke down. <laughs> like, I felt so free. And I, I'm going to go take it, man. I just feel like I'm going to go do this. Yeah. And I'm riding, man. And boom, my tire bust. <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> With a, but the, the, and this is where I knew I was on the road to um, great. I, I, he had me. He, he was protecting me. God was protecting me because the tire buses. It could have bust anywhere else. It busts in the middle of nowhere, one exit town. I get off, go under the bridge, um, go to the gas station. Hey, do y'all have any tires around here? She pointed next door. The dude, I, so I limped the truck up, limped my, my car over there, my expedition over there. And I, um, I asked her, hey, you got any tires? I mean, this town, and he said, let me check. I got one. He got one. Right. Put the tire on, man. I get back in the car. I drive for about two hours. Nothing's there, dog. Nothing. <laughs> so I'm, I'm crying again because now I know 
I know I'm on the right path. Right. Like, there's certain things that nobody can tell you. You have to see it and find it, and you have to you have to see see God do it for you for itself. And it's little things in the beginning. Like I already done stretched out on faith and told them I'm done. It's my last day. Right. Then an adverse situation in my in my in my um ops in my in my um going home. He put some adversity there, but he showed me in the same time I'm gonna protect you. And that was the beauty of it. Like that let me know I'm on the way to do something great. So I'm, I'm still on the hunting truck thing, man. I'm like, I'm do this. Ain't nothing going to stop me. Well, the people I already signed up for, um, I got over there the first day. It's a company called Tuttle & Tuttle. I got over there the first day to um, drive for them. Guy, redneck guy come out. I was like, uh-oh. I could just see it in his, in his what's the name that he wasn't going to go for it. So he's like, yeah. all right, go ahead and drive. And let let me let me let you know. I didn't know how to drive. That's, we still take. Let's go back to. I don't even know how to drive a truck. I got a right, truck, right, two, right, a right. title and everything. I still don't know how to drive. Right. So right. I get in there, trying to shift the gears. I've been shifting gears, and for the last couple um, um, years, I had a dude named Dominic. He was teaching me um, how to do it in the oil field, and so I'm like, I'm shooting. He's like, Nah, we're not gonna use you. I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, we're not going to use you. don't know what you're doing. And which he was right. I did that. that so <laughs> I said, okay, well, all right. I'm going to, um, I, and he, I'm going to, I'm walking in with, to the, to the, to the shop with him, to the human resource to talk to the lady. Cause I'm not going to be used. Man, this dude, Chester, he basically pushes me out and shuts the door. Hmm. I smiled. I said, this ain't my spot. I started, right, I right, smiled. Right. I was like, yes, right. <laughs> this ain't my spot. Right. I'm gonna go to oh, I'm gonna go to PA. That's why I said I'm gonna go ahead and go to PA because I heard they were getting crazy money up there. I had another. I had I already had that two of them two jobs set up, and so he um the dude lost his contract the next day. I'm like, oh, man, I, I don't quit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's um it's Christmas time. It's December oh, now. Gosh, my 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 wife at the time looking at me now like. What are you doing? Like, you just walked <laughs> off your job. Two of the jobs didn't go through. Now right. you got a truck sitting over here. The beauty right. of that truck sitting was it was paid off. And that's that's that was the beauty of, of me not going like me not losing my faith. And, okay. So, so and I'm like, well, I'm gonna find my way. And so it was another company hiring. And and it's, it, it's beautiful that that they hired me because I met I met some people that are still in my life. I met my mentor. I met everybody that I, I, I met my banker <laughs> going to this, through, going to this company, you know? So it was just uh, a perfect, it was like, he was just denying me because he was trying to get me to my vision of what I asked for already. Right. And he's still doing that today, but it's still, but it was, um, it was remarkable to look back on and see, like boom, boom, boom. No, I ain't gonna let that happen. I'm let this happen. So yeah, didn't have yeah, no mentor yeah. at the time. Started, um, didn't know nothing. They put me on um with two guys. And and they're still my, my dudes today, you know. Um we trained, they trained me. And I was, you know, I was thinking, man, I ain't gonna tell them this is my truck. I'm twenty five years old. And these guys, they one of them one of them, he he owned three of them at the time. He was like 
yeah, you, you need to get you a truck. And I just, I came in like this, I'm on operate. I mean, I'm driving somebody because I didn't want the, um, the, um, the stuff that our people usually um, give off when we, when somebody's doing something better or doing, or not even better, just doing something at the norm. You know, I just kind of didn't want the hate, you know? So as I went through this, I was, um, I met my mentor by like meeting my dude Quincy. I met my mentor and my mentor was named Callie. He was very, very instrumental in my life. Um, when I met him, he was, he, he was almost, I, I, I'm a, I'm, I grew up with four, four, four. I'm, I'm the oldest of four single parent mother. I didn't have a um, father figure at all in my life. Um, my mother's very hardworking um, woman, and she's she's a, she still do that, does that to this day. She works for she actually works in my my organization, so it's it's a beautiful thing to see her with me now. Um, but that was all I wanted to do was take care of my mother. So. Mm. But they say when the um, student is ready, the teacher will appear. That's like you don't have to ask for the teacher. Yeah. And when you when 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 the universe when God knows you're ready, boom, they coming. And that's what this dude did. He um he pushed me. Cause I used to talk. I used to say vague stuff like, "Man, I'm a I'm a run the oil field one day. How you gonna run the oil field? Go right off on me. How you gonna? <laughs> you ain't got no own authority. You you over here driving for them. How you gonna do that? Right. And so. He kept he he kept pushing me, so I got my own authority, you know, just just off of me talking noise and him telling me you ain't ready for that, you know. Right. Um, somebody, but it was it was somebody that was there that you don't you don't always find somebody that has genuine love for you when you meet them, and they're and and you're not their son or nobody, but they right. they take a liking to you. So this is a real special person, you know. So he pushed he kept pushing me kept pushing me to stay stay um diverse and stay um stay at it you know and so that was a um that was a big part of he's been a big part of my life um he actually passed last year mm. and it was um he actually passed on a motorcycle and it was actually um it was it was actually crazy how um he lives in cali we we met up here but like he went to oil he left the oil field like mm. the last four or five years and some told me to go visit with him. Mm. He died like a week later. It was crazy. Wow. You know? So wow. Um, but he gave me he gave me that last that last um them last gems, man, that I now I'm I'm pursuing right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so long story short, um with, with him, um he trained me, he allowed me to grow. Uh he like he, he got out the oil field and sold me his trailer. And then I stayed in it because I was looking around and I'm, I'm like salt in a sea full of, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pepper in a sea full of salt, you know, and I'm young. Like these dudes are 56 years old. And I'm like, I'm going to outlast them. I'm going to outlast them because they, 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 they're on their way out. If I stay in this, if I learn it, I'll be able to actually run it one day. Right. You know? Right. And I did that. We learned it. Um, I, I started growing. Then I started learning the hiccups of having drivers and maintenance. I, my first three trucks were my worst three trucks. I picked bad trucks. And I know you you have people over this that don't even buy trucks. And I think that's a good model. Um, I've, I've been listening to you on your podcast. And, but my first three trucks whooped my butt. And they, everything. I, I feel like I was... 
I stopped picking them after a while. I just said, I'm taking mechanics with me right. because I was just, oh, I look good. Nice truck. <laughs> a bomb, man. It's like blowing up on me down the road, like left and right. So right. that's been, so that was been, that's a lot of adversity that I, um, in the early years found, ran through. Man, that that story is um, inspirational. Um, there's so many jewels, so many gems in there. Um, all right, so right now where we're at in the story is you have, you 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 started basically your operation now. Your mentor kind of <clears throat> set you up. He told you you need to get your own authority. You did that. Um, so you said you bought your first three trucks. So tell me about the growth of your operation, kind of how it progressed from the one truck you had when you first started. Um, to get into two to three, talk a little bit about that. Well, I grabbed the one, um, I blew the engine in two months. My first two months in the oil field, I blew my engine. First two, first two months even having a truck. I think the engine was on the way out. Um, so I had the money though. That was the, that was the thing before I prepared, I prepared myself before I actually left the actual frack site to have the engine money. Okay. You know? Before you quit, before you, before you quit your job, yeah, the initial yeah. job that you walked off on. Yes, sir. I right. made sure I had that engine money because that was like the, that's the only thing that I felt like if I, if it blew or something went wrong, they was going to take me out the game. And, th- and then I didn't want no truck note because I didn't, I didn't know what I was going into and I didn't want to be dealing with, I didn't want nothing early to stop me from getting to my second, third, fourth truck, you know? And my whole game was, if this engine don't blow in three, four months, I'm going to double up because I got them truck money. I got the money. So if I got a good truck, I'm going to go ahead and double up. But that didn't happen for me. Blew the engine. Wife sitting at me, looking at me like, oh, man, here we go. You done blew your engine. Now you, you're dealing with this. And she's, um, I mean, I just, it, that was another thing. I was like, this entrepreneur stuff, hard, right, man. I blew the engine. You know, and I always in back of my mind was like, man, I can go back to Freck if I if this doesn't work. So, and I can and I get another truck and come back. That's all right. because I had the blueprint to how to go make some good money, pay a truck off, and come on back. You know, right, right. So, I, so that that's that was a good thing that I always kept a plan in my head on if I'm going left or am I going right. I bought the first truck um, after it got ready, Cali was getting out of the oil field. My mentor was getting out of the oil field. He was like, and, and at that time, the trailers were so, pneumatic trailers were so hard to find. And he was like, you want to you wanna buy my trailer? And I was like, yes, because that's the only way I'm going to second truck. I don't want, I got one unit, I'm going to the next unit. So, and he always told me the money's in the trailers. It ain't in the truck. He's always told me that. That was a gym he always dropped on me. And, and today, I probably got 30. 30 trailers just because of what he's saying, you know, the money's in the truck, in the trailer, not in the truck. Right. And so he, um, so he kept that in my mind. The money's in the trailers and not in the trucks. It's always been in the trailers. Cause, and he always told me when that oil field go down, if you got trailers, you got a life. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so mentally I kept that in my head. So, but when he got out of it, I was like, Oh, I'm going. Cause he was he was again one of those fifty something sixty year old guys that was if I just say ah I'm just live a little life I ain't got time for all this no. right because it's up and down business fracking in the oil fields up and down business you you have so many um um stuff that can stop the money you 
Saudi Arabia can just like right now they're pumping crazy and yeah. Russia having a war that's got the US and the corona that has everything upside down right now, just in that just in that space right now. Got you. Could you could you give us a little bit of a look into the like the financials, like like um that that go into it, like the the rates per mile, like the industry standards pretty much with fracking? Yeah, I can give you that. Um the first um well I can give you old old rates and I can give you where it's coming come up. I can give you my old school rates. Yeah, for sure. When I first started, man, we um we were doing like a hundred mile run was like eight, nine hundred dollars. You know? So you do two of them, man. <laughs> you sitting you sitting mean at the end of the week, you know. Okay. Okay. Um and and then it was like seventy five to a hundred dollars an hour. So you you getting out there, you're sitting there, you're making like 10 grand or better, you know, in a week, you know, okay. in a week's time. So for you to double up, grow your profit, and then you, and then you probably spent $1,300 in fuel and probably only drove 3,000 miles, you know? Wow. You probably ran 15, 16 loads. You see what I'm saying? Right. So it's a hustler game. It was it, in the beginning, and it was wide open, you know? Especially the older guys just get mad because I was I used to be out there, man, on on uh, Herbalife, <laughs> all, all kind of stuff, man. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, competing, man. Like I'm in football gig, you know. Right, right, right. So, so, so you say, so you're saying it's basically like for detention, you're getting paid that per detention. hour. Yeah, and, and and then the mileage. You said what would you say? Would you say the mileage was again? Um, when we first started, it was um about eight hundred dollars. Okay, 100 for a hundred mile run. Yeah, hundred mile run. Uh, 50 miles was like 675, you know, and so they they allocated based on where the where the sand facilities are at, and and they so you run back and forth from the sand facility getting sand and blowing off into a, a can. Mm. I mean, it was. I mean, it's been it's it's created a lot of millionaires. It's created a lot of problems. It's made a lot of people broke too, because <laughs> what it does it goes up. It'll come back down with no with no warning. You know? Right. Right. I've been a part of both of them. I've been part of the go up and I've been part of the come back down with no warning. So, and I think we're living another come back down with no warning right now. Got so. you. Got you. Talk about the growth of your company, man. I mean, cause you, you expanded your company to a pretty large fleet. Talk to the audience about that. Well, okay. So I'll go from when we, me and my brother started, um, after we started, after I started learning the game, I got three, four trucks. Um, we, um, we said, man, let's start putting on, I said, bro, I need a contract. I need to find a contract. So I didn't find a contract to like 14, 2014. Um, 2014, it got real busy. That 100 mile band was um, $1,000 at that time, um, which was, I guess it was just new technology. They were doing stuff different, but it was land of milk and honey at that time um, where that $10,000 load, I mean, a $10,000 a week turned into a $16,000 week. I mean, these numbers was like, like I was like, bro, I feel like I didn't have to go to school. All I had to do is get CDL and I'm doing crazy numbers. So I um we went up I went up north to uh Ohio PA area because Texas was getting too crowded. And then they were giving out two thousand dollar day rates. Like you just go up there and sit and you're gonna make fourteen thousand dollars a week. Mm. You know, it was crazy. Um I took three trucks up there. Uh, me and two other two other my other buddies and we went up there. And I wrote it out for about three months. And um, I'm not a, I'm Texas, man, all flat. You know, so I told myself before I left, Lord, if you give me a sign, I'm leaving. I'm not going to be up here and about to fall off a mountain. 
because what we did like versus what you what you see in the PA area, they blasting the whole mountain, the whole side of a mountain. And then that clay, that clay that's on that mountain, you gotta you you riding on you you riding around the mountain, going up and down it. I mean, nothing on the side. You 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 make a wrong move, you gone. Right. <laughs> Goodbye. Mm-hmm. You know, straight up. You're gonna have to jump out that thing. Mm-hmm. Um so I told the Lord, give me a chance, give me a sign where I need to go, where I need to get my butt out of here. So I'm up there for three or four months. It's raining one day, and I almost slid off the mountain. So this is my last load. I blew that mud off. <laughs> I got my butt back to Texas. <laughs> but in that, I already had, I was already looking for contracts and stuff, you know. And then so the dude, the guy that they put me in the oil field called me while I was up there. He was like, man, what you doing? I said, I'm running, I'm running sand, bro. You know, I got like three trucks. He was like, man, I need to, I'm trying to do something different. I said, man, only way I'm getting out this truck if you're getting in it. And so he was like, yeah, man, I need to I need to make it happen. So I said, all right, well, I'll be out there this week. Well, and I didn't say that. I said, all right, well, I'll let you know. But then I almost ran off the mountain. And that was, it ended up becoming right, right. that week. <laughs> so gotcha, got gotcha. And I got home. I found, I got a, I got a contract. And then from, in like three months, we had like 20 units. Um, with owner operators, though. It wasn't ours. We had about, we, we grow to six in that, in that time period. I had got three more trucks and. Boom, 14 goes to nothing. I mean, I made a lot of money with them 15 units. I mean, 20 units at that in that day. Um, we were making, um, I got home, man. I got my own contract and I'm still going 14, 15,000 a week. Just crazy numbers. Um, how'd you connect I, with the owner operators? How did I connect with them? Mm-hmm. Um, just no word of mouth and knowing, knowing people through, through the journey. Okay. Um, just, and then at that time, I was small. I was about 30 at that time. And, um, and people was, I knew people, I knew some, I knew a couple guys They didn't have no deals. So we took them on and we ran and okay. then 15. It, it crashed again. Uh, Saudi decided that we were doing too much in the U S and they wanted to, um, fight for market share. So they raised the, the, uh, their output up, um, which is like, they went from, doing 9 million barrels a day. That means they're pumping. That means they're, they're um, the pump jacks are actually producing 9 million um, barrels of oil a day. They went from 9 to 12. They just turned it up on us. Well, when they do that, it drives price down in the stock market. Um, and at that time when we were going, oil was at $120. And I'm pretty sure you, every American, every regular American felt the gas pumps at that time. When I was, when we were making this much money, it was killing the the regular American. It was, it wasn't right, you know. But we had pro war, I mean pre war stuff with with uh, Bush and um, I think Obama was still fighting with um, um, who was that Syria, I believe at the time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so when it fell, um, it killed all off. Saudi has a way of letting us do what we want to do for a little bit, and then just dropping the ham on. And if you're not prepared for that financially, you're gonna take a you lose it all, man. You lose right. it all overnight, right. just like you got it. You lose it all overnight because <laughs> okay. it's it's basically like going to Vegas. That's what I, that's what I, I would I, I would consider um, the oil field is it's a gamble. Um, it's it's um, my brother say it's reason we diversified now. There's no way to run a, a trucking company because you because the numbers can be super great one day and they can be gone the next. Mm. So we diversified and. 
kept our portfolio strong now. That's why we're still in the game to this day. Okay. Okay. So, um, all right. So you, you basically grew to what, what was the number you guys grew to when you I got were... to 20 in 15. It okay. crushed. It fell. It, it fell. Um, I didn't know nothing else but oil fill in 2015. And I reached, um, I had a buddy that was instrumental in helping me get into the frat, uh, flatbed. And he just knew it. So I jumped in the flatbeds. I bought a whole bunch of them. About like four of them and two a couple months. Cause I was just like, man, I got to do something. I don't want to lose. And it, what it, what it did for me though, I got those flatbeds. I got over the road, um, ran them back and forth. Had all kinds of problems. Like 15 and 16 were probably my worst years. And the, and the reason was I took trucks that were supposed to be road trucks and I put them in the oil field. Well, man, I blew every engine I had. And mm that two-year period it was just hard man i was like oh, man i'm not gonna man. This, <laughs> this, this is what this is what it's about you know and this is bef- this is pre before we we even got to to actually start running some stuff out there um and it was it was another adversity that i didn't know i was facing you know okay um blew a lot of engines made it through though 16 come around um donald trump is going to be the president and i know it's time to go like, I know it. I know he's going to be the president, and which is good for the oil field. Republicans, primarily what you want to have. I'm not that I'm for that, but it's primarily what you want to have in oil, in the oil sector. Um, so when it, when, it, when it blew, I got with my buddy, and we hurried up and got out there early. That's what I was telling. I said, we got to get out there early. So we put our resources together. We jumped out there. Um, First year, 17, we grew to 46 trucks. We didn't have no well, though. And, I, and, and as I was going into it, I was like, man, we need, to, we need to get a well. We need our own well, our own contract, where we, where we would just, like, help other companies on the well, and we were on the well. Okay. And it was hard to break that. That, that, um, that It was hard to break that. We got one of the best companies in, seven, in, in 17, and we were strong. Had good people, good quality, but again, <laughs> you're in Texas, and it's not your land. <laughs> in Texas, mm, mm. You're in the city, stay in the city. We out here, this redneck world, and that's how it was. In the in the grand scheme of things, they wouldn't like. Even though we were putting up the good numbers, this company actually got rid of us. <laughs> you mm. know, and it, and we had and with me, I was always out there on the pad, making sure my guys did what they needed to do um, before they actually you know, got rid of us. And so, but it was also, I seen it coming because I understand how they move. And I was like, I was telling my team, I was like, hey, bro, they finna get rid of us. And we was like, why are you saying this? We've been on a well for four months, running, man, making good money. Our insurance will not let us grow no more, which was a good thing because we didn't know we was gonna lose the deal. So I'm like, man, I gotta find something else. I'm start running around Texas like crazy, man. Looking for, looking for, looking for work, looking for work. And I found somewhere. Right when they were pushing us out, God allowed us to find something else. Mm. Well, we get there, and the company out there that's running the thing, they just, the dude didn't know nothing about fracking. I was trying to help him at one point, and I said, shut up. 
I'm <laughs> <laughs> me shut up because you know when they think they know it all. You just let, you let them know it all, you know. So someone told me shut up, man. You know, I mean, you might be talking yourself out of your blessing. He, he say he know what he's doing. Right, man. Um, Christmas come. It's us and him on the well. Mind you, fracking is no holiday. About none of that. They don't care about your your child's birthday. They don't care about this corona going on. Right. If it's if, it's, if the market's up, they making this money to be made. And so, um, the well goes down Christmas Eve. Oh no, this ain't no good. Cause you can't control no driver, man. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Like when he want to go see his, when it comes to his wife and you, he gonna pick his wife. Mm. And 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 this, you know, God family. Then, then hustle. So he's going to pick his wife. So he's not going to let you dictate that. So I had like 15 trucks on that well at that time because we wasn't, we wasn't primary. It was three other companies on there. And so my dispatcher called me. I, I'll never forget. I was in a hotel. She called me. She said, I just talked to, um, what's the guy's name? I think it was Alex. I just talked to Alex and he, um, he said that they're going to be down for two days. And I said, what's going on? And she said, they're flowing back. And that's because of what, so if you, let me, okay, so if, you know what a plunger is. So if, a plunger, if you toilet in a plunger, so basically, you know, when the, when your uh, toilet gets stopped up, that happens to the well. Okay. If you, if you have too much pressure and you don't, and you allow, so if you apply the sand too fast, and, and and you don't and you don't bring that pressure to a certain point, you'll screen the whole well out where it just all get clogged up. Mm. They did that, and so you have to flow it back to a tank, and, and and get all that sand. So everything you just did for that stage, which is a stage is a zone. Everything you just did for that zone, you got to get get it out, unplug it, and then come back in it, which is which is the um, supervisor and the, the data man. That's his fault because he didn't he didn't he didn't pull the sand before. He, before it, it's the pressure start rising, like you can see it in the in the scale, it go from like thirty five hundred, it just jump to five thousand. Screen out, everything's okay. dead. Okay. Well, now you got to unlock it. Well, he's telling me, oh, it's gonna be two days, but I've been out here, so I'm listening to him. I'm like, <laughs> okay, right, <laughs> I, right, right. I, I actually tried to tell him. I said, no, nah, man, I've been I've been doing this for a while, and it might not take. And I stopped. <laughs> I just said, shut up. Right. So right I right. called my dispatch. I said, hey. How many, how many trucks do we have? She said, we have eight. I said, where do those guys go? She said, we've been sitting, they've been sitting all day. So they, they went home. I said, listen, tell those eight guys that I don't, I don't care what they do. Do not go home. I'm giving bonuses out. I'm doing whatever we got to do to stay on this well. She was like, mm-hmm. but but his name was Arthur, not Alex. Arthur said, um... That the well screened out. I said, who are you going to listen to, me or Arthur? <laughs> I told her, I said, I've been doing this. Arthur don't know what he's talking about. Right. I guarantee you Arthur don't know what he's talking about. Right. She's like, okay. I said, tell him I'm going to give him a bonus. Just loud and tell him to stay. And this, we got about 46 trucks at this time. Tell him to stay. I'm going to give him a bonus. This is, this is 17. This is in the, December 17 going to 18. Okay. And so I'm like, um, tell him don't stay. So I go to sleep about 3 in the morning. She called me. Hey, the wheel's up. They run out of sand. <laughs> and y'all the only people out there. There you go. There you y'all go. the only people out there. Keep yeah. them going. Y'all yeah. the, that eight, them eight trucks is the only trucks they have. Look at out that. Of all companies. They the only ones out there. So you know wow. my strategy. Next thing you know, Monday come, I am at their office. Boom. Yeah. Hey, I'm there. Hey, yeah. how y'all doing? Yeah. 
because I know it, running out of sand is like the work you 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 basically lost your deal because right. the downtime. I'm talking about these fracking people. These these um oil companies are charging like twenty thousand dollars an hour when, for their downtime. No, yeah, no, yeah. it's called MPT. Yeah, no in production time. Um, they're they're charging like twenty dollars an hour. So if you if if you made it happen and you you'll carry a um a contractor, they're gonna get rid of you. Yeah, it's you talking about you talking about if you run out of sand, it's forty eight loads in the in the silos and six silos. And it takes a, a a truck an hour to put to um to fill fill to just get his one load off, hour hour and a half. So it's gonna take him a day or so or two right. to even get the silos filled to get back to normal operations. Right. Because they can't just say, okay, you fill up one silo, we're gonna drop that right now, and then then we're gonna sit again. We're gonna sit again. We're gonna sit. And it's a never catching up thing mm. unless you just chuck a whole bunch of trucks at it. Right. Well, so. At, as it, as they go into as they go into that we're eight we're just eight units running that's it and so I I'm there Monday morning like hey man I can do this better than this guy you know he I've been I I, I gave him my brochure and everything and showed him where I'm from where I come from and how how I've been fracking for this long time and then I talk the talk like I walk into a frack um, facility. And they know I'm from. They know we can. They know we 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 share the same knowledge and background because I'm asking questions right. like a regular guy just coming there. They they gonna know he don't know what he's talking about because he can't he can't even he can't get in at the level of in depth that I'm going to go in there and say I'm not even going to talk about um, can I haul for you? I'm going to talk about the jobs and how are we gonna do them and with this and that and all that. And they're like, okay, this dude know what he's doing. Right. Well, they give us the work. So. We, 17, we had 46 trucks, um, December. January 31st, we had 76 trucks. Mm. 30 days, we put a truck on a day. And mm. we, we had a big contract with BHP, we put a, um, which was a year and a half. We put a, we put a, so we had 70 trucks. I'm out there running the well. I'm sand coordinating the well. I'm showing these people that I ain't, hey, I'm not just somebody that's, I'm not just the boss. I'm going to go out here and lead by example. So I, mm-hmm. I went out there and I took, that's, that's how um, we, 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 we grabbed the wheel because I was out there running the whole show out there. And so it's, and they made me, so they didn't trust me at that time. So they made me put other companies out there. And so as I got other companies out there, I know how they play too. They'll try to run you out of sand. <laughs> it's just how the game goes. <laughs> right. Right. So it's, 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 you have to have somebody that understands all the ins and outs of the um, the war you're fighting with. And by being a minority, this is a shot that we don't always get. I mean, I'm probably, if if there's been uh, somebody else that got these shots, it's very seldom that you see us out here running and controlling. It's either Hispanics or or um, Anglo-Saxons. So that's that was the, um, the kick. Like, I was like, okay, this – we're going to do something. I mean, it's very seldom you see a, a minority company with 70 some trucks in the oil field. Right. And, and, and actually running the wells. And so we got the well, we rolling it, 77 trucks, January 31st. I'm like, God is really going to get, I mean, this is uh, 18 to 08. So yeah. I'm, 
I'm finna really, we feel it. I'm like, we, I'm finna really get this hundred truck vision. The, the hundred truck wild. vision. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Like, so as I'm going through this and it wouldn't come alive without my team, we had a strong team um, where it was for us and we all um, were able to um, grab certain keys, you know, finance, um, safety and trucking. I mean, and, and recruiting we was able to, who's able to, we were able to be strong enough to grab, uh, all of us had something strong to bring to the table. So by, um, I think at the end of 18, we had 180 trucks. We had 100, so, and God has always been one of those people where you tell him your dream, he'll do, he'll outdo you. That's Mm -hmm. what I believe that, I believe that wholeheartedly. You tell him the dream, it might not come when you want it to come, but if you stay faithful, you stay working hard, you stay believing, It'll happen. It'll happen. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm 100% on that now because he's shown me so much in the journey that um, if you just stay at it, man. And so we running. We rolling, man. We we had 180 trucks. Biggest, we, at that time, I'm talking about we had a mad, man. <laughs> had a <laughs> I, mad, know, man. I know. I Real, know. I know. Like unbelievably mad because you're talking about that's all they're seeing because at that point, we're our network is big. We, we got football players, all kind of people on our team <laughs> buying trucks and all kind of stuff, man. It was a beautiful, it was a beautiful experience to actually live that, to live that. Um, and so we, we ran it all the way up, man. And I think uh, we, we ran hard to about 19, into 19. And then we partnership just decided to go, it went in separate ways because of the downturn in the market, you know, and some of the some of the partners was new to it, so they didn't understand all the hold it and fold it and keep it and hold it back. So that was um, they ended up being um, they ended up breaking a, a team up, you know. Mm. But um, which was which was um disappointing because I, we put a lot into it, and I wish we was able to keep that going. But differences in you know what was going on in our our team. Right. It just wasn't something we can come back from. So and that that made that bridged me to where I'm at now. Um we about um I got twenty five on there running pneumatics and just doing straight sand and then we have about another ten that we do with um cement and fly ash and pot ash. And then we keep two um trucks on the, the back pneumatic side. Okay. So and now since the oil field just tanked again, I, like I had literally, if I talked to you in January, I had about 80 trucks, <laughs> 40. So right. I had, I have to make some hard cuts, you know, people have been with me three years, you know, I've had to tell them, Hey man, I, had, I have to let you go. So it's been, the, that's been the hardest thing for me um, thus far right now is letting the good people go. Right, right, right. Man. Um, your story man is is phenomenal i'm just sitting here like listening you know just from the beginning how you just really literally came from blue collar you know working with your hands and you learned the industry inside and out and you took that and you applied it and you built something for yourself um which is like that's what it's about man i mean a lot of people are out here working nine to fives but Take what you're learning, you know, don't just go there and just do the job, learn the job, you know, and, and create an opportunity for yourself. Um, and you were able to build something phenomenal, man. What, what are some of the biggest lessons, um, if you could say, 
let's say the, the, the biggest lesson you learned just in, as an entrepreneur throughout your journey um, in the last 12 years? What, what's what's the, 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 the thing that if, if now you're somebody's mentor, you know, like you had your mentor, what, 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 what are you telling someone who's young and trying to come up in the industry? Not even if it's trucking, just entrepreneurship, period. What, what do you share with them? I would say don't waver in your faith. You know, I would say that's the main thing because you're going you're gonna to have obstacles. You're going to have ups and downs. You're going to, um, stuff are going to, stuff going to come out of nowhere. Like this Saudi, you can't control that. Um, like you can't control what the world does and what the Corona does, but you don't waver in your faith and see, see, see it through, you know, actually see it through. Like, um, you get knocked down, get back up, you know, don't allow yourself to stay, stay down. That's, that's one thing you can't do. Um, and that's one thing the strong don't do. <laughs> they don't do that. We find, they find a way. Like, I, um, it fell, um, almost at $50 in February. It's like 20, it's going to, it's going to go into the teens right. Monday uh, or Wednesday before Wednesday, I believe it's going to be in the teens. And I told my uh, brother, I'm going to do everything but fold. <laughs> so, and so what I did, um, I grabbed me a, um, reefer trailer <laughs> this week. And I grabbed me a car hauler. So, okay. so I said, I'm going to do everything before. We're not really um, – we, we've seen it too many times. We've seen it. Um, and that's a good thing about, like, being an entrepreneur. You build your um, – it's like a muscle you build. Like, if you was a bodybuilder, it's, it's a muscle of faith you build it, though. Ups and downs, ups and downs. To a point where certain things don't even bother you no more. Like, trust breaking down don't bother me no more. Mm. It, used to, it used to be like the end of the world. Right. You know? Right. Blowing the engine don't bother me no more because now I got a full staff and I have a um I have a shop. So that doesn't bother me no more because I got people that are gonna help me continue to allow my dream um to flourish. Mm. You know. So certain stuff that used to bother me, like I, I got guys talking right now, man, I just blew a turbo. I blew six of them in the last three months. So I mean it's just part of it. You have to be able to see through it. Right. You have right. to keep that vision strong, man. Sometimes you and I would say don't let outside noise stop you from your vision because that's one of the things that's caused me to not be even farther than I wanted to be, you know, because I allowed what others thought or what, um, or what, even what I thought was right at the time, you know, I, and I say, write it down and, and keep, and, and keep your, keep your word and what you wrote. Mm. And even it take you 10 years to, it took me 10 years and, and to do, to do a hundred trucks. But it also he also beat that and, and put eighty more on top of there. So so, so right. he outdid right. he outdid the the vision and that's right. what God does. You outdo your vision, man. If you, you just gotta be faithful mm. and know you're gonna go through some ups and downs with with big dreams. I don't mm. think you dream big without without fighting fighting some kind of adversity, sometimes some kind of outside in, bad energy coming towards you, some kind of haters and naysayers. I don't think you dream big. And you achieve the goals that you want in life without those, without that, um, without that force. It, I don't think it's, I think it, it comes with the territory. Got you. Got you. What, what's next for you, man? I mean, you've, 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 you've done the trucking thing. I mean, obviously I know you're going to continue to blow, uh, grow your business, but I'm, you know, what, 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 what's your five year plan? What do you see happening for, for, for racer, for yourself as an entrepreneur in the next, let's say three to five years, three to five years. Um, I'm I'm starting to see I'm starting to see more like I'm I wasn't a social media guy and I'm starting to see um like your your podcast and um 
Um, I seen the Alex Good Energy guy. Shout out to him. Um, that that y'all are what y'all doing is remarkable, bro. And thank you. I'm, what I want to do is be a mentor to kids to dream. That's one of my biggest things I want to do now, and just keep pushing the brand forward with with diversifying, um, heavy hauling. That's what we're um, looking to get into. Um, anything outside of the oil field. You know, okay. as I as I as I grow, I don't want to stay one dimensional because I feel like that's a box again. So then you put your you put your own vision and dream inside of a like now you work for it if you if you do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, <laughs> so, right, right. And, and it's kinda hard to and now that I'm seeing that social media is beautiful, like where I can just reach out to you and you hit me up and I hit you back and you got some good stuff going. I got some good stuff going. So fact. this year was this year has been my year of networking. That's what I told myself. I said, and I got challenged by one of my buddies. Um, his name is Terrence. He Terrence Wills. He challenged me. He was like, um, he was seeing you guys for like months, and then he starts shooting me and DMing me and y'all your um stuff. And I was like, okay, that's what's up, man. This is some. We are actually like I love seeing minorities. We doing what we doing, you know, that's like. A fact. Um, I believe we're the generation of change, and I mm-hmm. believe we're going to change for in the next generation. The, the young ones, they the they the most. I believe they're the most fierce group of um, um, blacks and minorities that's ever hit the the, the land because we're going to give them that Black Wall Street blueprint. I mm-hmm. feel like we're the generation that will give them that super fearlessness. Like my my. My nephew and my my uh, my nephews and my uh, my daughters they they go to my shop. I tell them about trucking. They see this stuff. And they five years old, you know. Right. So I'm trying to push them to understand that hey, this is gonna be ours one day, you know. So as long as I can continue to do that and inspire people to um, dream, man, because I'm really I'm literally just a, a, a cat with a, a high school diploma, but I've I've did. I did all the um, the white collar stuff, you know. I've lived in green, you know. I've, right. I have, I've, and it's been beautiful. I've, I mean, my network of friends is, is you wouldn't even think I'm blue collar, you know. Just in, in just because of what, I, what, like I always said, I always say this: dreams will outshine a Harvard degree. Mm. No, I always say faith will outshine a Harvard degree. Mm. Only if you believe, you know. There you go. Like, so you, you, if you believe, you can, you can. The people from Harvard could work for you, man. There you go. <laughs> if you believe, you they could work for you. You know, yeah. and that's and that and that can be true in anything we do out here. You know, so my next three to five years is just trying to develop my craft stronger, develop my network stronger, so that I don't I don't become a person in the box. Like I I think I told you when we first talked, I, I've been the smartest guy in the room. I don't want to do that no more in life. <laughs> that's, that's not something I'm into. Right, because what that does, it caps you off. Now everybody's it, it allows you to, um, you you. If we win, everybody happy. We start losing, everybody everybody looking at you. It, it, it's too much pressure when you're the smartest in the room. Mm. <laughs> and and I never understood find another room when somebody said you're smartest <laughs> in the room, find another room. Right. So I had to go through that right there, and because you're gonna get you're gonna they're gonna do you just like Jesus. They're gonna love you. <laughs> And then they're gonna put you on the cross. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Because no it's, it's all it's all gonna be because you're the smartest in the room. I mean, and so me networking is yours is 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 a humbling thing because it's it's telling myself that you're not the smartest in the room. You don't wanna be the smartest in the room. And this is pushes me to be all I can be versus um 
versus staying in my little bubble. Mm, mm. That's so dope, man. Listen, let the people know where they can connect with you on social media. We just now talked about networking, and I'm sure after they hear this, they're going to want to reach out to you just to show you some love, man, congratulate you on all your success and, you know, connect with you further. Where, where can the people find you? I'm at Texas Trucks, eight ones, um, Texas underscore trucks underscore 817. 817 is four word, um, area code. Um, I, got some of my, I got a lot of my units on there already. Um, if you see out there, we're very diversified um, in what we do from hot shotting to dry van, the reefer um, to pneumatics. We're very diversified in our little, uh, and all I'm on there doing is um, my captions of nothing but um, positivity and adversity. I, I put a lot of quotes and stuff on the, on the, um, on my play, post pages. I'm really still trying to get the social um, media stuff down. I'm trying to get social on social media. <laughs> yeah, I'm still trying to, I'm still in that because I'm just, I'm just, I kind of stuck in, two generations old school and the new, but I, I know that the power of this is so beautiful that I'm like, man, re-adventure re yourself, you know? For sure. For sure. Well, Marcus Jones, man, you are definitely a beacon of light, man. You, you're, you're definitely an inspiration and, you know, I'm proud of you. Um, you, you've, you've accomplished a lot, man. You a young brother, man. You 30, what you say? 36, 30, 36, 36, 36 years old to, to be able to accomplish what you've accomplished, man, is, is awesome, man. I just wish you the best. Yeah, appreciate um, you, bro. Listen, thank you so much for coming on the show and, and sharing this story. And um, we, we're definitely going to connect and, and network as we spoke about before and just keep on building, man. Keep on pushing each other forward. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Most definitely, man. I appreciate you um, extending yourself to me, man. Um, I was just extending myself just to say hi. And you, <laughs> you hit me with a, come on on the show. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I guess I can do that. You know? There we go. There we go. Uh, that ain't always my uh, my lane. But um, I think... Um, I think this is this is a good thing you're doing, bro. You're 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 connecting people, and it's also opening opening our eyes to what's out there, you right. know. Because it's a lot it's a lot of us doing good. It's a lot of us doing our thing. It's a lot of us are, um, and you're you're being that platform. I, I really appreciate you um you um you being that 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 beacon of light too. For sure, man. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate it. Hustle fam, we are out. I'm sure y'all inspired. You know what I'm saying? Make sure y'all connect with Marcus um, on the gram, on social media. All right, y'all. We right. out. Appreciate you, bro. Later. If you like what you heard, it's only going to get better. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a comment. Let us know what you want to learn or hear more about. Till next time, love is love. Truck and hustle.